祝大家龙年大吉 ，Happy Year of the Long. For the year of the Chinese dragon, I wish you a new year filled with the strength and vitality of dragons and tigers. It's Yu Xuan from Roundtable. This is Niu Honglin from Roundtable and Takeaway Chinese. This is Zhou Fang with the Beijing Hour. I wish you 龙马精神，事业有成。May you have the energy and vitality of a dragon horse. Paving the way for a prosperous and successful journey ahead. May you soar to new heights and achieve great success in your career. May your journey be guided by the profound wisdom embodied by the majestic creature of the Long. 祝大家龙腾虎跃迎新春，锐气迎门福满庭。祝你生龙活虎，恭喜发财。Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, welcome to Roundtable, where we serve up piping hot debates on the issues that sizzle in China and beyond. I'm Niu Honglin, sitting in for He Yang. Coming up on today's show, while the neon lights of Shanghai paint the city with a dazzling glow, a different kind of radiance has captured the attention of many of its city's young residents. Night schools have become a sensation, attracting swarms of eager learners, fresh off their workdays. Roundtable takes you to discover the allure of Shanghai's nocturnal learning revolution. For today's conversation, I'm joined by Fei Fei and Josh Cotterell. Now, grab your virtual compass and follow us to the heart of the discussion. In the bustling metropolis of Shanghai, night schools have taken the city by storm, with many young city dwellers choosing to squeeze into night classes after work. These classes cover various artistic and cultural pursuits, and some of them are highly sought after. What makes night schools the preferred post-work destination for these youngsters? And what are we talking about here? Because we are a show based in Beijing, and how did we notice this new phenomenon in Shanghai? Well, of course, on social media platforms like Xiao Hongshu,、um, the Little Red Book, <laughs>、uh, that、uh, the topic "Why Young People in Shanghai Started to Attend Night School" is gaining a lot of views online, and in particular, they are talking about the. School called Shanghai Citizen Art Night School, which has established over 140 teaching locations in the city, and they offer, I think, about 400 courses that ranges from ballet, Latin dance, or Chinese opera, yoga, and even coffee making or wine tasting and makeup. Wow! So a lot of young people, you, you can see that the types of courses. Are what the young people are sort of were looking after after, especially for post work time, and that's why a lot of them are in, trying to get enrolled in these courses. And it's said these courses are more affordable than what you can find in the market, especially those commercially operated classes, and the teachers at these. Um, night schools are more, I think, qualified in a sense because some of them are really professionals who's been in the industry for decades and can really teach you on hands and practical tips about, for example, singing Chinese opera. So that's why a lot of the young adults are thinking, you know, this is. 
pretty much a better option than see another courses, another training courses offered in a commercial bustling area. Why not choose a more affordable and more credible night school because it's public funded?、Mm, sounds intriguing. I was wondering, Josh, have you yourself attended any kind of night classes, night schools? Well. I don't know if I'd consider it a night school, but I, I guess so. I have been to classes in the evening,、um, but they were usually language classes, and it was more to assist me in my integration into <laughs> Chinese society because it was specifically、oh, Chinese language lessons. <laughs> yeah, Chinese language lessons. Yeah, I, I took them when I was、uh, at university, finishing university in London before I moved to China,、ah. um, because I wasn't studying. Chinese in my undergraduate degree, so I was taking night classes. How do you、um, like it? I mean, you have to. It's good. Oh, really? Because I myself、yeah. had the experience of learning during nighttime. I signed up for a interpretation classes. It's also night classes, and I have to, you know, after finishing a very busy workday, I have to、uh, spare out around three hours learning and practicing. And at the end of the lessons, I feel like my brain is just. No juice, no juice for <laughs> nil nil at all. So it was、yeah. not that relaxing. But apparently, we're talking about something different here. These night schools in Shanghai they offer the kind of classes that will not only enrich your horizon—a little bit cliche, but definitely true for this case—but <laughs> also making you feel relaxed and entertained at the same time. Exactly, I think like yoga classes and wine tasting classes, you know, is something that I think at least for me is something that I would be looking for after, especially after a long busy workday, and you know, I've enrolled in one. Wine tasting class before, and you know, getting a little tipsy after work, and then go <laughs> go home and go to bed. That's and with something new in my mind as well. This feels really feels like you know I have a life out of work. <laughs> I think it reveals a lot about you, baby, <laughs> here as well. But you mentioned a little bit about the price. Actually, we've got the information here that is、uh, for a class that is around fifteen to twenty-five people. They can sign up for a class of scale like this, and they are signing up for around twelve classes, which is around eighteen hours. And the total fee is only around five hundred yuan. That is really not a lot compared to the commercial one, commercially operated ones. I checked a little bit online. For example, for a certain institution providing classes like traditional Chinese painting, sketches, or innovative painting, they require you to spend around three thousand yuan for sixteen class hours. So. If you make the comparison, it's not hard to understand how come young people in Shanghai are really competing for such night school positions. But are there any other kind of attractions about these kind of night schools? Well, another one I think I've read about a very interesting example about a office lady called Jiang Jiang.、Um, she recalled the reason why she decided to get enrolled in ballet and Latin dance classes at those at one of these night schools is that she used to suffer a lot from really high work pressure. And often the times she had to work really late at night, so then she decided to get enrolled into these night courses. And then 
she started to experience changes in her life because she started to leave work early so that she can catch up with her classes. And then gradually, she also developed more interests in her life. Apart from ballet and the Latin dance, she also started to sign up for uh, African drums and also handcrafted floral hairpin. That's something that's not really related to her work. And she started to notice that, you know, I'm starting to looking forward to what could happen after I leave work. Mm. It's like I've seen a lot of, for example, my friends around me who's been really focused on her professional career. And to some extent that they are getting over-focused in that career, in the professional field they're in, that they start to lose track with the rest of their life, their personal life, their hobbies, and what's happening outside of their field. And that, of course, can sort of feed to the mental problems that a lot of office workers, city dwellers, are experiencing at the time. And I think... By getting enrolled in one of the night courses, I'm not saying that is the best option you can have, but it's at least that start to open up your mindset about a little bit away from work. Yes. And what the society has, (laughs) what your work can be, except for, you know, your work. You know, your work isn't everything you have. Sounds very attractive. (laughs) So it it sort of echoes back with your horizon perspective. Yes. Yes. So that's why I think a lot of the young people are looking for something else outside of their career. And these night schools are the perfect and affordable options here. Yeah. So Josh, I was wondering, do young people in UK have similar institutions or how do they spend their after work time? Well, I still think that the dominant trend in our culture, um, the most popular pastime is probably going to the pub after work. But (laughs) definitely night schools are really popular. Um, There's a few famous colleges and Actually, a lot of universities offer night classes. They're open to the public in the UK. So it's quite a big business for them because obviously after around 6 or 7 p.m., there there are no classes at the universities usually. So they've just got loads of empty rooms. And most campuses in the UK are open to the public anyway. So they often hire them out for night classes. But one of the biggest ones that I know is something called City Lit, which is in London. And this is just uh, a building that, offers a wide variety of courses for adults. Um, And interestingly, which is, I think something that you guys might have mentioned or are going to mention more, I'm not sure, but most of the popular courses at City Lit, and there's other ones like Morley College and the Workers' Educational Association, the WEA in Mm -hmm. the UK, and also the University of Oxford does a lot of things. The most popular courses are arts and crafts. So actually, when I think about that and I can sort of understand why they're the most popular courses. I initially thought that it might be something more to do with personal development, you know, coding. I thought everybody would take, be taking coding <laughs> no, no, classes no, 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 at no, night. No. Too heavy it seems not. brain work. Yeah, it seems not. And language classes, you know, you mentioned that um, how do people have the energy to do this? And languages are very time-consuming yeah. and difficult, but actually they're very social. I found that's why I liked it because we're all the same level and we're all having fun. And as I'm sure you guys know, given that you speak English so fluently as a second, I presume the second language, I'm not sure. (laughs) um, 
you know, learning a language, the social aspect of it is actually really important, right? Being in a comfortable environment to speak. So it makes sense to me when I look at the most popular courses there. Um, but yeah, so in the UK, arts and crafts, language courses at places like City Lit are very popular. Mm, I think the situation is similar here in China, especially in Shanghai. And uh, apart from the ones that we can quite imagine the uh, coffee making ones, the bread making ones, and maybe I think I have seen one telling you how to do painting with zero basic. You can just start learning painting on the classes. Actually, there are some other unique and quite niche courses offered by these kind of night schools as well. Yes, exactly. And uh, well, I think wine tasting can be an example here. And of course, there are also those are really popular in the market, for example, the yoga classes and and sign language, sign language. Yes. And also there's one called handpan handpan. Yes, there is a considerable number of handpan enthusiasts in Shanghai. And it's not really cheap, especially if you try to enroll in the commercially operated organizations. But then, of course, these night schools can, especially for an entry level person who is not really sure about, you know, their future in this field, <laughs> going to a night class can be more affordable. And also, I think, as Josh mentioned, the classes offer them a space for socializing so that you can get to know people who are also interested in, for example, handpan. And then you can start to socializing outside of the school and maybe organizing some events, doing handpans together, and also in sign languages as well, because not many schools, at least in China, offer sign languages. And apparently, these publicly funded night schools can be a very credible and reliable institutions for you to learn about sign languages. And also, you know, there are different kinds of sign languages, even within the same region. Mm -hmm. So you can also learn about different dialects, which I think is another thing that young people are really curious and want to know more about these days. Mm. Actually, this has reminded me of the old-fashioned night schools where academic subjects and vocational training used to be the main courses. And But now, apparently, still, some people are learning, like Josh said, learning a different language. Some people learn a different well, a computer language learned to code and some others even are learning commercial or just, let's say, etiquette on a, in a working area, in a very formal working area as a way of, you know, improve themselves. But there are many other young people, they sign up for these classes for the purpose of, like Fei-Fei said, finding something else in their lives or meeting new friends mm -hmm. or just spend some quality time with themselves. So what do you think these kind of change reflects? Well, I think, you know, in the past, when I remember my parents talked about going to night schools when they were young, because apparently in the old days, um, not many Chinese young people have the opportunity of going to college or even going to a better a good vocational school and they start to work at a really young age and then they realize they need something else career-wise so night schools would be the place for you to really looking 
um, for something for personal development, and especially if you're working re- in a really technical field, that the night schools, the courses at night schools, can help you with that, mm-hmm. and then s- start from there. You can, you know, get promoted at a work or even get another job opportunity in another city. So basically, opens up your personal、uh, career field. But then I think right now, well. First of all, most most of the Chinese young people are graduated from a college or a vocational school. That the at least the credentials they have is pretty much enough for the job they want to do or they are doing at the moment. And then their struggles right now are like the Jiangjiang example that I mentioned. Is more about their mental health. Is more about enrich their personal life, other than, you know,、uh, trying to professionally profession- grow. Yes, and also there are other options as well. A lot of the big companies right now offer a lot of the training courses within their company to help the、uh, to help the workers to grow themselves. So you don't really need to look for. Another school for another opportunity, and also at the same time, a lot of the colleges and universities also offer you part-time degrees for you to go to that you can enroll if you really want to have some personal development. So now I think these night schools are looking at the changes in the job market and thinking, you know, I I have something else to offer. I have the resources. I can reach to, for example, a really advanced opera singer in the city of Shanghai, and I can ask him or her to teach a class here. And so I think now, what the night school, the shifts of the model of night schools in Shanghai, sort of reflects the shifts of focus in young people's life nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. I think that. One of the big changes, at least in the United Kingdom and Europe, I think, with night schools, has been a growing emphasis on personal growth and something that we call lifelong learning, which is quite a general term, but it's actually something quite different to what night schools originally looked to help with, which were more specific vocational skills, things like technical training、um, for employment. But actually, these days, I think. In more recent generations, night schools have expanded to include lifelong learning, which basically means to encourage people to have continuous learning throughout your life for, for the sake of learning, really, for,、mm. for the pleasure of learning, and something that's beyond your career. I mean, one might argue that it all helps contribute to your career anyway, but <laughs> I, I think that these days. You know, we have a greater appreciation for the value of learning, right? I mean, I I think most people do, and how it can benefit you just as a person, and it can be really satisfying. Yeah, and the thing is,、um, with more and more people trying to get into these kind of night schools, we mentioned though there are commercially operated other courses out there, but they can be a little bit too expensive for some people. And in Shanghai, for the spring night school classes, nearly three hundred and eighty thousand people competed for just over six. Thousand spots, and、wow. in the fall semester, the number of available spots increased to ten thousands. 
However, the number of appliances also doubled, so it's getting really, really competitive. And I think the trend also did not help with, you know, helping young people getting a spot in in the night school. So I was wondering if night school is not yet popular in the city, or it's just too popular for you to get a spot. What can we do to spend the off work hours in a relatively more productive and fun way? Any cool examples you guys have personally? Well, I think for me, if you can afford it, you can also enroll in one of those commercially operated classes, and just go after your hobby. Like if you really like baking, for example, there are tons and tons of baking classes in the city that you. It's just a little more expensive, costs you a little more, but as long as you can afford it, and then、uh, there are also online courses. Currently, that you can find on any video streaming platforms these days, teaching you to do some basics in the hobby that you have. For example, in baking, or even in exercise, in yoga, in coffee making, that you can find a teaching video anywhere on anything right now. And another thing, I think for me, what I enjoy the most personally is doing some physical exercises, especially after. Finishing a long, busy workday. Even though I think for some people it sounds really intimidating, you know, I've I'm already exhausted, and you're asking me to do a one-hour workout that <laughs> will just, you know, it's just maybe too much. But then it's really refreshing on the other side that you can really phase out your mind and only focus on. What you are doing physically with your body, and after that half an hour or one hour time, you will notice that your mind is slowly bouncing back, and you are slowly feeling the pressures from the daytime are off, and you feel more energetic and can do something else during the night. So that's something I would recommend for a lot of. People out there, especially if you sitting by the desk for eight hours or even longer, that getting something physically can really help with that. Well, I can't disagree with anything that you've said there. <laughs> I I think that physical exercise is, it's the foundation of everything. In in my opinion,、um, I, I really do think that you need to move every single day, and that it, that even makes it easier to learn. I think for a lot of people, certainly for me, that's the case. It, it, Allows me to focus much better after I've exercised,、um, but yeah, I, I think that exercise, socializing in some way or another, if that's your personality type, I think that there's so many ways that you can learn these days.、Uh, as you mentioned, of course, the the internet is incredibly resourceful. There's so many videos for free and courses for free that you can find、um, and learn online. I do know that it is difficult to remain engaged sometimes, especially if you've been. Sat in an office all day. I think for many people, the idea of going home and staring at a computer for another two hours、um, and trying to learn something probably sounds like their idea of hell. But、um, <laughs> for some people, that might work.、Um, and I, I guess I, I don't know. For others, maybe all of these things might sound just too much for some people. Maybe some people just want to relax. It really depends on your work, right? If you have quite a sedentary lifestyle at work. And you're sat for a long time. I think that physical exercise is 
probably the number one priority for you stretching i think i have experienced all of the scenarios we discussed and for <laughs> one i am just too tired to start exercise and I, I know it might be a better option but i just can't so i would put on a video a video can be a teaching kind of video or a relatively informative documentary and i'll start putting together some Legos. So I have something doing with my hands, but my mind is relatively occupied with the videos that's on. And that's, you know, multitasking. That kind of multitasking is what I really enjoy. And you never know, maybe your hobby or something you're learning could gradually become your passion. Maybe you're learning to play a certain kind of music instrument and you ended up being really, really good as good as Josh here. Maybe you can start your own band, doing music and socialize with your friends. That could be that. a pretty <laughs> cool way to spend your after working hour time. And I think that is the essence here. Now we all focus a lot on personal growth. We focus a lot on how to be better in a workplace, how to be more productive, how to be you know, more useful to the society. And of course, those are all very, very important. Yet striking a balance between work and life is also something we need to put in a lot of mind into. And let's learn to love ourselves in all different ways. And maybe going to night schools like people in Shanghai could be a cool way to achieve that as well.